Hi, I'm Tommy Malant, a 2020 Mariah's Challenge scholarship winner. And here's what Mariah's Challenge means to me. It means establishing moral principles and adhering to them regardless of peer pressure. It means saying no to underage drinking and never getting into a vehicle with a driver who is impaired. It means being a leader and not let others around you accept underage drinking or let anyone you know get in a car with someone who is impaired. It means pursuing excellence and not letting alcohol and drugs take that away from you. It means setting a positive example for the generations that follow. I'm Tommy Malad and I accept Mariah's challenge. I hope you join me and show that you too are Butte Tough. Today's episode of the Butte Cast is brought to you by Casa Grande Steakhouse. Sure, you know you cannot beat Casa Grande steaks, chicken, marcella, and sushi, but did you know how much Butte's finest restaurant gives back to the community? Whether it is providing cooked-to-perfection entrees for the American Legion baseball concession stand or feeding the Butte High Bulldogs during their team meals, Casa Grande's is all about the mining city. Dine in and be treated like family. You can also have Casa Grande's handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. Casa Grande's Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. Casa Grande's is a proud sponsor of the Buttecast. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Buttecast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. Today's podcast is a first. Dr. Kelly Glaus is the first guest whom I did not meet before we sat down for an interview. I've wanted to meet Kelly for years, so it was pretty cool to meet her. I was a writer for the Montana Standard when Kelly was a superstar athlete in Whitehall. She was an outstanding basketball player and an amazing track athlete. She is one of the all-time great jumpers in the history of Montana. The 2010 Montana Gatorade Track Athlete of the Year once owned the all-class state record in the triple jump. She won the Class B state title in that event three years in a row. Glaus also won the long jump two times and went on to win the Big Sky Conference Indoor Triple Jump Championship while competing for the University of Montana. Now, Dr. Glaus is one of the newest physicians in the mining city. She is working in family practice, and she says she is in Butte for the long haul. Listen in as Dr. Glaus talks about growing up on a ranch near Cardwell and how having two athletic brothers helped launch her career. Listen as she talks about competing in high school in Whitehall and for the Grizzlies. Listen as she discusses earning her education and completing her residency. I have to say, it was cool to finally meet an athlete whose name I have known for nearly two decades. Thanks for keeping the guest suggestions pouring in. I have a great guest lined up for Monday, Butte Radio legend Connie Kinney. That one is one you will not want to miss, believe me. Please keep telling your friends about the Buttecast and please show your parents and grandparents how to download the Apple Podcasts or Spotify apps so they too can listen in. Also, please support our sponsors. They really are the ones who are making these fun conversations happen. Tell them you heard them on the Buttecast. If you would like to advertise your business on the Growing Podcast, we have room for you too. Now... Let's get to know one of Montana's finest athletes and newest physicians, Dr. Kelly Glaus. Dad, 
Dr. Glaus, is that, am I saying the last name correctly, Glaus? Yep, that's right. Okay, because I've been reading it all these years instead of, instead of saying it, you know. Yeah. So, uh, well, thanks for joining me. I appreciate your time. Yeah. And I'm, you're a Butte girl now. I am. I, I transferred over the hill. Yeah, you moved right over the top there. <laughs> different, it's a different climate over there in Whitehall. Oh, yeah. Col- you could golf probably. If they had a golf course there, you could probably golf like 11 months out of the year over there, couldn't you? Right. My brother growing up, he made a golf course out on the ranch. Did so he? we would do that. Oh, okay. More him than me. Yeah, because you, you have two older brothers, right? Yep. Yeah, and was Lane, and what's your other brother's name? Will. Will. Was he a pretty good athlete? Yep, yeah. He did basketball and track, um, and he's actually back on the ranch now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you grew up, you know, closer to the hill there, right? Yep. From Whitehall? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have to work quite a bit on, on the ranch yep. growing up? That's what my dad said. He's, he said we wouldn't be as good a jumpers if we weren't changing pipe all the time and <laughs> doing all that stuff. Yeah, I was uh, always grateful as a kid that I didn't have to grow up on a ranch because my work ethic, of course, maybe may have been different had I been on a ranch, but <laughs> I, I never had what it took to be a ranch kid. Yeah, I learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, because I imagine you're working all the time, right? You could, Pretty much, yeah. You know, you're, every day there's probably chores to do and, and stuff just to help the family out. Yeah, feed the dogs, make sure the horses have hay and all the fixing the fence and then doing all the pipe and stuff like that in the summer. Yeah. I liked moving cows. That was my favorite part was being really? on a horse. Really? Yeah. Got to jump on the horse and move them around. Did you have the dogs running too? Like, oh, that, yeah. Uh, what, uh, what, what the border collie? Is that what you Yep. Read up. I think there's nine on the ranch right now. We got, we've got probably more than we need. <laughs> yeah. Nine dogs, huh? Yeah. That's enough work in itself right there. Right. Yeah. But those are jobs that you, well, you have to have a good work ethic yeah. growing up on a ranch because if those jobs don't get done, you know, animals die or escape and, and die, you know. Or you so, get in trouble. Or you get in trouble <laughs> or you got to deal with your mom and dad, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't do it. Yeah. Was that was that was that a fun upbringing for you? Oh yeah, it was my favorite. I'm I'm really happy my my brother he's got four kids and they get to grow up there and I think it was the best place you could have grown up. Really? Yeah. And and you went to a grade school there. What, what was the grade school like there? I'm, I'm picturing like a one room schoolhouse. Was that <laughs> is that pretty much what it was? Yeah. So Cardwell, it was when I was there. It was 50 kids, kindergarten through eighth grade. Um, and kindergarten was by itself, but every other class, you had two classes in one room, mm-hmm. had four recesses. Maybe that's why we were so good at sports. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I, I really enjoyed it. It was kind of a fun way to grow up. And I feel like you got a lot of one-on-one time with the teachers and it was nice. I, yeah. I liked it. Did you know you were going to be a doctor back then? Oh, I don't know. I always really liked math and science. Um, and then I kind of, I kept an eye on my, my older cousins, my, my cousin, Katie Dawson, she's one of the surgeons in Anaconda. Okay. And so I always kind of was wondered about it, but then I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. And when did you decide that you were going to do that? Oh man. Um, I always thought about it through high school, but I wasn't really sure until probably college when I started right. doing more rotations and stuff like that of kind of shadowing doctors and seeing what they did and I I shadowed some physical therapists some pharmacists um nurses ultrasound techs but I just really enjoyed seeing the connection that physicians get with their patients and in medical school I was actually my rural site was in Hamilton and so I got to see um patients that had been with this doctor for like 10 to 20 years and they just had such a good relationship and I was like that's that's what I want to do 
Nice. Yeah. Now, it seems like, uh, you know, I went to UM, like yeah. you did, you know, and I, I went to journalism school. I wasn't, uh, I, w I didn't have the... the like they didn't have the work ethic I told you as a kid, but I didn't have the math and science uh, <laughs> desire whatsoever. And but just a four year degree mm -hmm. seemed like at the time, even though it went by so fast, I you know I wish I could go back you know twenty five years and do it again. Right. But <laughs> it it seemed like such a daunting thing. Four years, oh another four years. Yeah. But when you're going in, you're going to go to medical school. It's not just four years. It's it's a pretty long process because you graduated high school at twenty ten. Yeah, twenty ten. And how long have you been an official doctor now? So I, yeah, I graduated high school 2010, graduated college 2014. Um, I took a year in between medical school, which I'm really glad I did because I wanted to make sure I wanted to do that. Then four years of medical school and then three years of residency. So I just graduated from residency um, in July of this, of 2022. So, wow. Yeah. Now, where did you go to medical school at? Uh, University of Washington. Oh, nice. Over yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. And luckily with the Whammy program, we spent most of our class time was in Bozeman. And then I chose to do my rural site in Hamilton. So I really only spent about six months around Seattle. Oh, really? But we travel through all throughout the Whammy region doing rotations. So it's Washington, um, Wyoming, Alaska, Montana, Idaho. Hmm. So a lot of traveling. I never made it up to Alaska, but oh, okay. went pretty much everywhere else. It seems like you, you're you're kind of an outdoorsy kind of person, aren't you? You probably would have liked Alaska. I know. I still got to go up there. It's on the bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> now was uh, was it was University of Montana? You, you took some tough classes. I mean, you know, yeah. you, we had the old joke. You know, how do you get a Grizz grad off your doorstep? You know, pay for the pizza. You know, they used to tell us. You know, because yeah. it, it's not there's a lot it's not like it's to say like montana tech's really tough everything you take yeah um you can go graduate and not everything's really tough right you know in in its own way it is but you took some classes that are no matter where you take them yeah it's, that's got to be biology was your biology major is that yep, what, I did. Said? yeah that's not easy no matter where you go right yeah it was human biology um so it basically it aligned really nicely for me because all of the pre-med requisites were in there and with sports I didn't have a lot of time to take yeah. extra classes so it worked out pretty well but they were definitely challenging yeah. but it it was nothing compared to medical school yeah <laughs> it was pretty tough huh yeah just it's not it's not a you go to class for two hours a day and then study for an hour that night, right? It's no, I it's, used to fall asleep in the library. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is it working just all the time? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, because. Well, I think, you know, a lot of people, I've had this conversation with a lot of people who, when I'm running Butte, when I was running Butte Sports with Standard, they say, you got to get recognized, the, just the kids who don't play sports more, these dumb jocks kind of stuff. And, and yeah. But you look at the ki kids in high school who play sports. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then you look at their grades. Yeah. But the work ethic you develop as a student athlete is probably prepares you pretty good for that, I oh, assume. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think I really would say... Yeah, starting at the ranch, that kind of set a course, seeing how hard my parents worked. And then going into school, I, I loved school. I've, <laughs> I I went to school forever. I must have loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time to go to school. <laughs> but it was, I think, doing sports, it was such a nice relief. It was a good stress relief, and it just, like, it was perfect. I It was a good combo. It worked out well. Yeah. Yeah. Now, were your parents athletes? Yeah, so my dad, um, he grew up in the big hole, and then he went to high school in Dillon. But unfortunately, when he was 15, he they were out fixing fence and his uh, older brother was in the front of the truck and he was in the back and he fell out and they ran over his knee. Oh. 
So he almost lost it. Um, and so he always had a limp and had problems with that knee because he was doing a lot of sports before then. Yeah. But he ended up doing um, cross country. And then he's picked up golf. He actually got a knee replacement when I was a freshman in college. So he's mm. he's back in the game. But right. his older brother played football in Dillon. Um, and my mom was kind of always a runner, stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. So just kind of ran in the family a little bit. A little bit, yeah. And you, and when you went to Whitehall for high school, though, you how many? You must have had close to twelve varsity letters. Yeah, let me think. Because I did. Let's see. There was I did in the fall. The fall sports were always what got me. So, mm. let me see. I had like volleyball for the two or three years. I only did cross country. I was like two volleyball, two cross country, and then four for basketball, and then the four for track. Yeah. Hi, I'm Casey Kalsman, a 2022 Mirage Challenge scholarship winner, and here's what Mirage Challenge means to me. It means staying true to myself and not giving in to peer pressure. It means saying no to underage drinking and never getting into a vehicle with a driver who is impaired. It means setting a positive example for generations to follow. It means growing old and helping others do the same. I'm Casey Kalsman, and I accept Mirage Challenge. I hope you join me and show that you too are viewed tough. Are you looking for somewhere to watch your favorite teams play or just somewhere to meet your friends? Or are you looking for a place to hold your big celebration or cater your private event? Look no further than Metal's Sports Bar and Grill. They can do it all. With their 31 big screen televisions, you will not miss a second of action and a full menu of cooked to perfection favorites is sure to please. Try the Vault Burger, raise fingers, or one of Chef T's specialty items. Or just enjoy a drink and some friendly company with Dave and the staff as you take in the action at Metal Sports Bar and Grill. Metal Sports Bar and Grill is located on the corner of Park and Main in historic Uptown Butte. Stop by today or check out their menu at metalsportsbarandgrill.com. Metal Sports Bar and Grill, where the food is the star. The Uptop Clothing Company is a Butte-based business with big plans in Uptown Butte. Uptop also dresses champions around the state of Montana and beyond. You will find the Uptop logo on Butte High's football uniforms, and Uptop is designing the uniforms for Butte High's inaugural baseball season in 2023. Order your college or team apparel today. If you want gear for the Bobcats, Grizzlies, Ordiggers, Bulldogs, or Saints, Uptop has what you want and so much more. Uptop also takes custom orders on team apparel and uniforms. Visit teamuptop.com today and save 15% off your first order. The Uptop Clothing Company. Enjoy the moment. There's no story so good that a drink from Park Street Liquors won't make it better. From the finest whiskeys and regional spirits to the latest RTDs and select wines, Park Street Liquors has all the ingredients to make your parties and stories legendary. Park Street Liquors can also assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menus. You name it and Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew at 133 West Park Street or call 406-782-6278. Make your stories legendary. Markovich Construction Incorporated is Southwest Montana's largest and most successful general contracting firm. They employ the best field craftsmen, managers, and support staff, and they maintain the most complete fleet of building construction equipment in the area. Markovich Construction has the construction team to make any project a success. 
They have a proven successful history of working with owners and design professionals to address any project challenges, and they routinely bring in projects ahead of schedule and within budget. Recent projects include the Veterans Home, Burt Mooney Airport, Starbucks, the Ridgewater Water Park, and more. Visit MarkovichCons.com to see some of their recent projects and call 406-494-3901 to let Markovich Construction work for you. Markovich Construction, when performance counts. 5518 Designs is your uptown Butte destination for all of your apparel and gift needs. 5518 offers their own line of in-house designed and locally produced apparel celebrating what we love about Butte and our Montana lifestyle. You'll also find outdoor essentials such as Chaco sandals, Dekine backpacks and gear, and Kabu apparel and packs. Something for the whole family. Visit 5518 Designs at 27 North Main Street in the heart of historic Uptown Butte and online at shop5518.com. And you were on some good teams too. I was yeah. looking at your, I remember, was what was it your sophomore year? Maybe you guys got second. Yes. At State? Yeah. Do you still think about that a lot? Oh man. Because <laughs> that was, was you played Fairfield, right? We played Fairfield. And they were good. They were really good. Yes. Yeah. But we did. I feel like we had, we had a really great team then. And that was one thing growing up. Um, some of my best friends, we would play, we played three on three tournaments and my dad would coach us. So we, would always go to hoop fest and dog no. fest and all those tournaments and yeah. just travel around. That was, I always said growing up that other people went to summer camps. We went to sports camps. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. And it, well, you played at least one or two years in that, the all-star game here in Butte, didn't you? Yeah. After the season. That was really fun. I liked that. Yeah. Did you win the three point contest or anything like that? I didn't. I don't think so. I can't remember who did it though. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably, probably one of the Ana, Anaconda girls. Who knows? Yeah. Were you, were you more of an inside player or outside player? I played point guard. Did you? Yeah. Cause you're, you're pretty tall for a point guard. Right. How, yeah. Well, how tall were you listed as then? Oh, cause I'm like five, eight and three quarters. Yeah. I don't know if we said five, eight. Probably. Well, you're too, you're too tall to be saying in the three quarters. The three quarters <laughs> is usually for the short girls, you know, you I know, might be five, shorter. one and three quarters. You know? I might be shorter now. Yeah. <laughs> you might have dropped a little bit. Maybe. But you, yeah, so those are some pretty good teams. You had in third as a junior. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yep, that's right. And then Cass graduated, and then we we lost out at divisionals my freshman year, and I got a, I rolled my ankle really bad. And then my uh, senior year, yeah. 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 But was track always your your sport? Did you, was that more fun than basketball? Even I guess it just came naturally. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was more relaxing. Like I would just go out there and do my thing where in basketball, I mean, I liked being a part of a team, but it was kind of nice for me to just go out there and say like, I'm just going to do my thing, do the best I can and be happy with what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course you did, you did pretty well on track. I just was uh, yeah. going and counting your uh, state titles. You what, what you wanted to triple jump three years in a row? Yeah. And the long jump two years in a row. Yep. Yeah. And you had the all class record in the triple jump. Yeah. What? I think so. Was it was like 2019 or so. A girl from maybe Missoula. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think there was those two girls from Missoula that were kind of going back and forth with that. But yeah, I just remember I, talking about glory days. I remember my uh, senior year. I was in. We were in Laurel for state, and I jumped farther than that, and I scratched it, and I wanted to go out there and measure it so so bad, but I never <laughs> did, and I always wondered how far it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'd only you measure the. Right. The I was like, I'm gonna get in trouble if I go measure this. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's well the triple jump. I, I'm not coordinated enough to even try to do that, <laughs> yeah. you know, because that, that's a tough that's a tough sport. Yeah. When, when did you first do a triple jump? 
Oh, junior high. Really? Yeah, we had because um, my oldest brother Will, he liked to triple jump, and the high school coach when I was in Cardwell, we could co-op with Whitehall for track, and so we would come in there for track, and he started doing that stuff with me like seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, it, yeah, it's so hard to do. I just uh, <laughs> the coordination. Of course, once you you get it down, it's probably pretty easy. But yeah, it, I yeah, I don't know. It just I guess all that muscle memory. I I don't even remember really the first time they had really? me do it. But did you like that better than just a straight up long jump? I did. It just had a nice rhythm to it, and it yeah. just like the timing just fit right with me. I felt like yeah, yeah. And you went really far because there's not a lot of girls that's ever jumped over 40 feet around here yeah yep. and there's not a lot of boys who jump over 40 feet around here <laughs> right. i mean if, there, if if we get a boy that jumps 40 feet uh danny mcgree's just yeah. on cloud nine for for the whole season you know? right and that was one thing that was really helpful to me is like as a junior senior they i started talking to the mcgree's and they helped me out and it just i love how it doesn't matter what school the kids yeah. from they're like if they see somebody who they could help they do and I really appreciated that and enjoyed that. It was just, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember I was just reading the story on newspapers.com. Sean Amon interviewed you after you you set the all-state record. Yeah. And that's one of the first things you did was was give credit to Jim and, and Danny McGree. Right, yeah. And my, my dad's really good friends with Bob Johnson, so he was the one who he's like, Kelly needs to come talk to these two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if there's anybody that knows about jumping, it's those guys. Right, yeah. They're awesome. Yeah, and that, that, that is cool. I always... We always talked about that, how it doesn't matter Butte High or Central, right. the track coaches work together, but really it goes well beyond that. Yeah. I mean, any anybody who wants to get better and wants to talk to those, it's, you know, they'll work with like Charlie Merrifield if you want to be a hurdler. He'll, he doesn't care what color you're wearing. Right. He just wants to help you be a better hurdler. Right. So and and you did a lot. You ran what you ran a hundred, two hundred? Four hundred, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't like Kelly. I didn't do those those distance running, no. but I, I the one we would do is the I hated the four hundred, but our four hundred relay team was pretty good. But I despised it. I always the whole day just could not wait to get that over. Yeah, that's a long way to run that four hundred. <laughs> oh yeah, and then Kelly'd be out there running two miles, and oh, she makes it look so easy too, doesn't she? <laughs> right? That's when I because I got to live with her in college for five years and. Uh, she'd always go on these long runs and I'd be whining about the sprint repeats we had to do. And yeah. I'm like, she's probably like, what are you thinking about? Yeah. Of course, Kelly, daddy, she was, uh, she was during the 2021 track season. She had a walking boot on it. She was yeah. at a track meet time. And, you know, cause that's what the Danny he's and fields do. They, yeah. they go to track meets and they work them. And I said, what's wrong with your, your foot? And she said too many COVID miles. <laughs> so she took the time to COVID to run even more than usual. Right. You know, so, so she, she got an overuse injury out of the deal. Right. But so you were the Gatorade, uh, Montana Gatorade athlete of the year, or track athlete of the year that year. Yeah. yeah. And that was a good year. I mean, yeah. cause Kelly graduated then was, was Gwen Abbott that year? Or was she a year ahead? Uh, Gwen was older. Chloe Polakovich, she was a year older. Yeah. So mm. they were a year above us. Yeah. yeah. And the same grade as Kelly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Cause that was a, there was a lot of good athletes of that era. Yeah. You know, that was, that was a really good time, you know, in, in track in Montana. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun to watch everybody. Yeah. What was it like to, to be named Gatorade? I, I kind of almost couldn't believe it. I was just really thankful and kind of surprised. And I don't know. I mean, I still have it. Sometimes I still look at it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I would. It would be the first. I'd have business cards I'd hand out to people here at Gatorade. <laughs> Gatorade. I think they had the banner up in the high school for a while, but then they took it down. <laughs> no, they, they don't have it up anymore. Huh? They had it up in the gym, and I think it ended, it ended up where the laundry is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should make sure we put that back up, get a new one made. Right, yeah. I, as I was, talking, I was talking with Mike Thatcher earlier today, yeah. and I was pointing out that I wouldn't be able to good to hand, handle success because every time we drive by Whitehall, uh-huh. I point at the football field, tell my kids, and they already know the story. That's where in seventh grade, your dad intercepted a pass as a defensive lineman. You know, <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine if I actually accomplished something, what I'd be like. Yeah. You know, but uh, of course, you don't. <laughs> you've had so many accomplishments; it would take you a little while to to explain to everybody. Your oh, business was... card would be too long. <laughs> it was awesome. I Sometimes I just like, I am glad that I enjoyed it, soaked it up while it happened because it went by fast, faster yeah. than you think. Yeah. And yeah. what do you get when you get the Gatorade? Because I, I remember when Tommy Malott won it, his dad actually was driving by and got out of his truck and pulled out a Gatorade and handed me a Gatorade, bottle oh. of Gatorade. Because <laughs> I think it came with, I think they gave him a bunch of bottles of it. I don't remember getting a bunch of bottles. We just ended up, you got a plaque and the top of it was glass. And then the bottom was like more of a black on the bottom, but it yeah. just had it all engraved on yeah. there. Unless there were Gatorades they didn't give me and yeah. someone took them. Who knows? Yeah. And now you're a doctor and you're probably telling people water's better anyway, right? <laughs> uh, you could do Gatorade. Gatorade, yeah. yeah. I mean, water is probably better. Gatorade, actually, that when I had COVID, that's yeah, that got me through it. Oh yeah, it and, and really like when I taste that, it it does taste a little better. I'm like, there is just so much sugar in regular Gatorade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you got I think a lot of the schools knock it in half anyway if they do have Gatorade. They you just know, put a half, water. yeah. <laughs> half water, half Gatorade. I have drank a lot of Gatorade though in my lifetime. But I it's think good about it. when you're competing though. That's really oh, good yeah. stuff because you get the electrolytes and everything. Yeah. But just to sit around and watch a, you know, TV, it's probably not the best thing to drink. Probably not. If you're, I'm going to say, if you're hiking in the backcountry a lot, doing those, like, those liquid rehydrations, those probably have a better uh, balance of electrolytes. But, yeah, might as well have something with you. So so you you chose the Grizzlies for for track and for college. How many options did you have? I really, so I kind of, I was talking a little bit to Kansas State, but it was nothing where they were ever like serious, like, let's bring you down here. Um, and the more I thought about it, I, I'm a Montana girl. I wanted yeah. to stay in Montana. So really for me, it was more between MSU and U of M. I thought a little bit about um, Idaho State, but really those were my main two yeah. options. Yeah. And Montana State's a little closer to home. Right. Which was, I was, maybe it was too close. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put, go a little further. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And were you a Grizz or Cat friend growing up? So funny enough, my, uh, my mom's whole family went to school in Bozeman. So growing up, I was a cat fan. And you were born in Bozeman, right? I was born in Bozeman. Yeah. And so kind of lifelong, I was a Cats fan. And then I, when I first started, I, did my tours at both places and I just kind of fell in love with the Grizz because it just felt like a family. Um, Really loved the coaches we had. Brian's a good guy, isn't he? Yeah, Brian and Adam. um, I just was like, this is is where I'm supposed to be and then just meeting the team for the first time. I still have a lot of really good friends I still talk to. Um, So yeah, it was... It was fun for me, and then I think I turned my dad. I think he's a little more of a Grizz fan (laughs) most days. Most days. (laughs) Yeah, but every it is funny though, because yeah, the rest of my mom's family went to school in Bozeman, and 
Yeah, I always get phone calls on a certain day every year if things don't go our way. Yeah, imagine, Jed. <laughs> Tommy Malad's probably ruined your day then in, in, <laughs> in, the, in November, late November there. Right, but it is, I think that's one cool thing about Montana is like even if your team loses out, um, I still root for the other team. Yeah. Like once they go, we're like, come on, go all the way. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I, I grew up a, a huge Cats fan. Right. I, I knew I had to go to Missoula, and that was about the time when a lot of Butte guys were starting to play football yeah. for, for the Grizz. So. I kind of turned in on journalism. There's no journalism school at, at, in Bozeman. So right. I went to UM, and now I'm pretty much 100% neutral. Oh, yeah. Which I get, you know, a lot of people are calling me out on that as BS, but I, I, I always say I'm cheering for the team with the most Butte guys on the team. And then if there's no <laughs> yeah. Butte guys, it's the most Montana guys. Right, yeah. And the funny thing is my fiancé went to college in Bozeman too, so I'm surrounded. Oh, no. Always gives me a hard time, yeah. Yeah. And, well, you, as a, you know, you go to Missoula to be an athlete. And I remember yeah. talking with Diesel Ferret or Sean, you remember Sean Ferret? Yep, he yeah, went to, he, he competed over there, and he went, he was in the national level, you know, yeah. and he was probably sitting in class next to people who had no idea mm-hmm. who he was or what he did. Yeah. You know, but a quarterback, everyone knows. Oh, yeah. But, and then the stadium in Bozeman, I mean, the little track facility, which is a nice one. Yeah. But it's literally in the shadow of the football stadium. It really you know? is, yeah. So, but the track athletes, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like uh, you're in, in, you know, you're anonymous almost, right? Going yeah. through college, even yeah. when you're, even when you're winning big sky titles. Yeah, I mean, they could pick us out because we're always wearing our sweats, but yeah. <laughs> our sweats and our letterman's jackets. But yeah, it definitely, it was funny because everybody knew all the girls' basketball, the boys' basketball, yeah. the football players. And then they're like, oh, there's the track and the soccer kids over there at the yeah. other side of town. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's a, and it's kind of, uh, you're, you're working all the time. Yeah. I mean, there's no, you're, there's not an off season for track is right. there? you're you're working out pretty much every day of the, of the year yeah yeah we really we started practice it was usually like first or second week um and then we had our fall practice was when we had those like serious gonna get you guys in shape gonna push you yeah. all fall and then we'd have our meet right before christmas break and we had that long like six week christmas break and they would let us go home for two or three weeks but then we had to come back so most people yeah. took a winter course and then, yeah, the rest of the year, I was always jealous of people who got to go somewhere warm for spring break. I guess a couple times yeah. we got to do some warm track meets, but, yeah, but usually, you're working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not there to sit on the beach or anything. I sat in the sand, I guess, but yeah. it was it was not on a beach. <laughs> yeah. And you weren't there for very long. Right? Yeah. We got to California and Vegas a couple times, but not, yeah, not too long. Congratulations to this week's Lescovar Honda Athletes of the Week. Bulldog swimmers, Olivia Thurmond and Nathan Stone. Both received the honor after being nominated by head coach Lynn Schrader. Thurman receives the girls' honor after placing fourth in the 100-yard freestyle and eighth in the 100 backstroke in Friday's home meet. She has placed in the top 10 in every meet this season, posting a personal best mark each time. Stone, a homeschool student, takes home the boys' award. He has also led the team in almost every meet. He placed third in the 50 freestyle with a personal best time Friday. He also placed sixth in the 100 breaststroke. Congratulations, Olivia and Nathan, and thank you, Lescovar Honda, for honoring the hardworking student-athletes of the Mining City. Hey, Butte America, John Davis here at Lescovar Honda with some fantastic news. With 2023 off and running, we are looking forward to serving you and making a positive impact in our community. If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, stop on by and see us at Lescovar Honda. Proud sponsor of the Montana High School Association and home of the 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. Now, did you find success right away as a freshman? Because I know you had you had some insanely long jumps there. 
I feel like it was it was a rough transition for me a little bit. Um, just getting into that higher level where everybody's good. Um, yeah. And I, I think I kind of had to like break down my technique a little bit because I never, some of my technique, it was just natural. So it wasn't yeah. like I had made sure that this is the exact way I was supposed to jump my whole life. And so I did struggle a little bit more, I think probably that first year. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, tough when you leave if you're golfing and they want to switch your swing up? It's really tough and yes. takes the fun out of it a little bit for a while. Yeah. And I, I remember talking to, uh, I think it was Gwen Abbott yeah. who uh, told me that they taught her how she was running was all wrong. That's they what they said, said they to me a, too. They had to break down how you're running and <laughs> stepping, and th- then you're thinking, right? Mm-hmm. The whole you're not just running and jumping, reacting. You're, yes. you're thinking about every step. Oh yeah, definitely that happened to me too. Yeah. Which is it's just a funny thing to think of, you know. And I, right. of course, I got into that a lot as you know when I ran, when I trained for a couple of marathons, yeah. And trying to run better, just you know, I was reading Runner's World and all these, you know, right. how to. But I, could, you know, and I never, I didn't have to do anything drastic. It was just more pump my arms, more stuff, but not right. like like what you guys have to do. Yeah, it was it was eye opening. I had no idea what was going on <laughs> for a while. <laughs> it's funny, which is probably why a lot of athletes should do track who don't. Yeah. For for one thing, it, it makes you. Like Dougie Peoples was, I don't think he competed anything for Butte Central, but he went to the track practices to learn to run a little bit better. Oh, yeah. Just to increase your speed for basketball or or for whatever sport you're playing. Yeah. I think another thing that really helped me in college is that we had a weightlifting class, but we would do plyos. So it would be like, it was five days a week and we'd lift Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the other two days we'd do plyos. And it, Yeah. yeah, I think that really helped me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're staying in shape when you're, on the track team that's for sure right yeah. yeah it's a different shape I always remember that going from basketball season to track season I was like oh I'm in shape and then I'd be like not this shape <laughs> really it's that much tougher a little bit yeah yeah well, of course when you do everything yeah when you do the 100 200 400 and the jumps yeah and, and doing them at high level because you were at state in all those events yes those were full days I was uh that's when I was drinking a lot of Gatorade <laughs> yeah did you ever did you ever think did you ever get jealous? Like, any, did you have anybody who just jumped that one thing? There's just their one event, and you're competing against her. Yeah, uh, I would get a little jealous. Yeah. yeah, but I also loved it, so it was just fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah track tracks one of my as a sports writer, that was always my favorite events to cover. Yeah, and mainly because I didn't have to wait for the coaches to, to get done talking, interview the players. You know, right? Because the media had <laughs> has just out, outstanding access at a track meet. Yeah, you know, I can be right there. I can be standing right next to you after you get out of the jump and. Your coaches is leaning, yelling at you from the other side of the fence. Can't <laughs> can't get on the on the on the infield. So yeah. I always like that a lot. Yeah. And uh, when did you win your first uh, your your Big Sky title? Let me see. That was my junior year. Yeah. And that was indoor, right? That was indoor. Yeah. Did, did you? How many did you win? It was one, or did you? I just I won that one, and then I outdoor I scratched a good jump. Really? <laughs> yeah. So you think about that probably more than the one you oh, won, right? Yeah, I got pretty mad. Yep. Yeah. But that's got to be pretty cool to say hey, I'm a Big Sky Conference champion. Yeah, it was. It felt awesome. It was. It felt like that's where I was supposed to be. It just took a while to get there. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, a long, long road. Yeah. And that, now, how did you? Was it tough to find time for school when you're when you're working that hard as an athlete? Um, I I feel like I did okay. I did spend a lot of time in the library. I also feel like we spent a lot of time on the bus. So I did a lot yeah. of I did a lot of homework on the bus. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I always got car sick if I tried to do anything in any kind of moving vehicle. Oh yeah, like my reading or anything. Anything like that? That's my mom. She was a bus driver. 
growing up, so I had a car seat on the bus. So I was oh, so I was born to ride a bus, I guess. Oh, she was like the school bus driver around? <laughs> yep. And you rode on the in the car seat on the bus with her? Yep, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I Sometimes I wonder how much of my life I've spent on a bus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember Coach Bob Green once told me when he when he can't sleep at home, he just imagines he's on a bus because he <laughs> he lay down on their trip and he before they got past the statue going out of Montana Tech he'd be asleep, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So it gets just a different perspective. Some people can't sleep at all, and those things are right? do homework. Or oh, stuff. I can sleep great. Like if I go ski, and I usually yeah, I feel like if I'm the person who's riding the passenger seat, I fall asleep. <laughs> right. Now is. Uh, did you guys, most of your trips were bus trips, right? Most of them, yeah. Like, even like down to like Weber State and stuff like that, you guys would bus? We would bus pretty much everywhere. Let's see, we flew when we would go to, um, uh, we, we drove to Portland, but we flew down to Sacramento. Um, we'd fly down to NAU. The year I made it to regionals, we flew down to Texas, but pretty much everything else, like, but I feel like we would go to MSU a lot. Um, we go to Idaho State, University of Idaho, and then we would go to Pullman. So those were a lot yeah. of our bus trips. Yeah. A lot of bus. A lot, a lot of, of movies on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of those long, long rides home, I bet. Right. Yeah. Now, what was like going to regionals? You're, you're there competing. Yeah. At, you're probably competing against women who are Olympians. Yeah. It was, honestly, that was my favorite sports memory probably ever. Um, that I your just, junior year? Yeah, that was my junior year. Um, and I ended up, like, I scratched, I think I scratched the first two, and then my last jump was good, but it was, like, if I would have made it, it was 10 inches. If I would have gone 10 inches ah. farther, that's where I would have been. But after I was out and didn't make it to finals, just watching those girls, and it was crazy, too, because it wasn't just, like, one body type was, this was the best triple jumper. Like, there was one girl, very long leg, she won it. But the person who got second was this shorter girl that was just jacked. Really? <laughs> and she just had that speed and her timing was perfect. And it was just cool to me to watch every event and just see the best people in the nation in one spot. Yeah. It was it was awesome. Yeah, and that really is the best people. And, you, and right? you're right there with them. Yeah, it was it was just kind of indescribable. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Did they get good crowds for that? Yeah, yeah, they did. It was yeah. it was so much fun. It was packed. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you see the like the, when you you probably didn't get big crowds when you were competing in your home meets and stuff, did you? Not at Not, all. Like, I felt compared like compared to state tournaments and stuff. I felt like our our crowds at like state track were bigger than our our crowds most stuff except for conference. That was yeah the bigger crowds, but yeah. Yeah, because hey, I always feel bad for the, for those kids that they should they should be more should be more people at that. Right. Because yeah. I guess I just really like track too, so I. Oh, me too. Yeah. But I, ne I never competed in it, but yeah. <laughs> I, I was never fast enough to for anything. Really. I, well, we had golf season back then, too, when I was in high school. Yeah. So I didn't golfer. I it was a pretty decent golfer in high school, so I, I did that instead of track. But Might have been so, might have been more fun. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, go, well, we had too much fun golf, yeah. We were <laughs> too much goofing around to, to actually score. But. Yeah. So so now you're, you're, you're in Butte working as a physician. Yeah. What, what do you like about being a doctor? Oh, man. I I think the coolest thing for me is just being there for people in the good times and the bad times and seeing them get better. Like that's that is my favorite thing is when somebody comes in and maybe last time I saw them, they're having a really tough time and things change and they come back and they say, thank you for helping me. That's yeah. that's my favorite part. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Huh? Yeah. You see the reward. Yes. Yeah. And, and how long have you been in Butte? 
I actually, let's see, I moved here, well, we moved here the beginning, the middle of July, but then we went fishing for a month and then we came back. <laughs> so I guess really like the middle of August. Okay. So you're, you're pretty brand new. Yeah. Yep. And, and what, what kind of, uh, medicine are you doing? Are you just, are you just general yep, yeah. physician right now? Yeah. So I'm uh, family practice. Huh. Um, but like we tell everybody, we kind of see people from newborns all the way up to end of life. So a really? little bit of everybody. Well, that's pretty cool. I yeah. I like the variety. <laughs> is it is it easy to come to work every day then? Yeah, I think that? so. I mean, some days are definitely harder than others and it's it can be hard, but overall, like when I look at the end of my day, I can think about a lot of things I'm thankful for and that I'm happy that I got to see certain people. It's it's been really rewarding. Yeah. And what is it uh, about Butte that that brought you into Butte? Um, Kevin Dennehy. <laughs> really? <laughs> he called Great. he called me up and was telling me they were looking for people and he's like, "Let me know if you if you want to come here and interview." And I was thinking about staying in Billings. Um they were going to do a sports med fellowship, but then they had some people leave and so they ended up not having it and I was like, "You know, I I think I'm ready to get a little closer to home and wanted to come over here and interview and yeah, it ended up working out. Well, I'm glad he brought you here. He, he, <laughs> he did so much good for our community, Kevin. Right, yeah. Just one of the best guys I've ever known. Oh man, and it, it, my whole, I guess, yeah, cause I really got to know them in high school and yeah, anything you ever needed, he was there. He really? even let me use their, their AAA to start my car one time in college. Oh, really? <laughs> Kelly and I went to go to the Estes tournament. My car died. And we were at a gas station. And she's like, I'll call my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and he got you taken care of. He got us taken care of, yeah. That's great. And yeah, you probably got to know them pretty well because I, I can't yeah. imagine Kevin and Lisa not being at an event that Kelly was competing at. Oh, yeah. And that was the other thing that was nice. If we were sick of riding the bus and they were there, then we'd hop in with Kelly and her parents and ride home a little faster than the yeah. bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just remember when she was uh, competing, that there was a few meets yeah. that Lisa wasn't running the, the timing system. So yeah. that was when the meets weren't quite run as efficiently as they usually are in Butte. <laughs> which, if anyone doesn't know, if you come to Butte and see a track meet run, yeah, that they are run so well with with Betty Merrifield and Lisa Dennehy and yeah. their whole crew. I mean, there's a million Merrifields and Dennehys. Oh yeah, out there running it. Well, I even remember that in high school, yeah. <laughs> just how well things would go. Was it noticeable for you then? Yeah, when definitely. You went to track meets other. I didn't realize it until my daughter competed in track, yeah. and I went around the different states to watch it. And it wasn't as organized and as fast. Yeah. Oh, and I just loved. I liked the track here too. I always enjoyed coming here. I know sometimes there would be snow, but yeah. we'd be ready for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, more often than not, there's snow in track season in Butte. Right. And if the, have you been to the facility since they redid it? I haven't, man. It's, yeah. It's, we're uh, we actually have a runway for the for the javelin now. Oh wow! So it's not just you know they're not running on mud and grass, you know, you know. <laughs> That's good. Did you ever did you ever do that try those the javelin or anything? I never. I have never been a good thrower. Really? Uh, it's always been a struggle for me. My brothers would always make fun of me. I that was <laughs> never my strong suit. Yeah, <laughs> I could play basketball and I could jump, but throwing was not for me. Yeah. Were your brothers pretty good for you? Yeah. Oh, they were awesome. Yeah. That was. I feel like they were like growing up in all the sports I did. I mean, I I spent my fair share of being a little kid falling asleep in the bleachers, but they definitely repaid the favor and would come to my track meets, come to my basketball games. It was yeah. yeah. I liked having older brothers. It was yeah. fun. Well, I remember Lane was just a phenomenal basketball player. We'd oh yeah. Have to they, that was back in the day at the at the Montana Standard. When I was there. They'd fax in 
a photocopy of the book. Right. So we have to write stories off of that and type in the box scores. But Lane was always the leading scorer. You know, he was <laughs> just such a great player. And then yeah. he went down and played at Western. Yeah. A great, what's he doing now? Is he, he's coaching somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, yep. He's coaching at Manhattan Christian, and this is his first year as athletic director as well. Always the double duty there. Huh? Yeah. How's their team doing? Uh, they're doing well. I think they've only lost – they were undefeated last year in one state. Um, they've lost one game so far this year. Yeah. Yeah. Did you tease him about the one loss? Then? I, I have not, because I think about all the games I lost, and I don't want to compare. Yeah, well, you won a lot more than you lost. Right? Yeah, yeah. In, the, in the grand scheme. Yeah. Casa Grande Steakhouse serves steak and so much more. You cannot beat their seasoned, hand-cut Rocky Mountain ground beef. But did you know about their menu filled with made-to-order pastas, chicken sautés, mouth-watering seafood, appetizers, enticing desserts, or their most recent addition, sushi? Thursday nights are sushi nights at Casa Grandas, where you will be welcomed as a part of the family. Casa Grandas can also handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. Visit Casa Grandas Steakhouse inside the historic Bertoglio Warehouse at 801 South Utah Avenue in Uptown Butte. Call 406-723-4141 for reservations. Check out their menu at casagrandasteakhouse.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. Dig City Supply has everything you need to cheer on your Montana Tech or diggers with the largest selection of locally designed and produced fully licensed apparel and gifts. Bulldog and Maroon fans can shop their huge selection of fan gear for your teams and schools as well as a wide selection of Butte themed items. Modern, classic, wear your pride from Dig City Supply, a division of 5518 Designs located across from the parking garage at 43 West Park Street in Uptown Butte or online at digcitysupply.com. Visiting your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops was already your favorite stop of the day. Now it is even better. Join the brand new Thriftway Loyalty Club to rack up big discounts, earn free stuff, and receive more TLC with every visit. Download the TLC app and take advantage of great deals on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, fresh-brewed coffee, cool fountain drinks, and much, much more at your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops. Loyalty Club members also save five cents per gallon off top-tier conical fuel every single day. Plus, earn points at the pump and in the store. This message is brought to you by Anode Designs in Anaconda. I know what you're all thinking. Fully, you twit. Why are you letting this Anaconda hack get connected with the Buttecast? Well, folks, money talks. Anno Designs is a printing and direct-to-garment shop in Anaconda, but that's not all we do. We actually specialize in embroidery and graphic design. We also dabble in sign creation and vinyl banners, also decals for your motor vehicles. Now, there are so many great options for screen printers out there. Take 5518, for example. You all know the work John and company do in Butte, and like me, they support local guys like this who started a podcast, really original. But if your current printer is too busy to get your job done in a timely fashion, why not give us a try? For a limited time only, all new businesses who place an order with Anode Designs will get their screen, embroidery, and graphic design origination fees waived. Just call 406-563-0121 or email anodesignsllc at gmail.com and use the code FOLEYWHO during the consultation. Anode Designs is a proud supporter of the Buttecast and is pushing hard to get more Anaconda talent on the show. Don't just take it from me. Listen to the buttery smooth voice of a Butte legend tell you. There's two things we like about Butte. It's 24 miles away and Tom O'Neill. Welcome to Copperhead Country. Hi, 
I'm Max Damaris, a 2022 Mariah's Challenge scholarship winner. And here's what Mariah's Challenge means to me. It means staying true to myself and not giving in to peer pressure. It means saying no to underage drinking and never getting into a vehicle with a driver who is impaired. It means setting a positive example for the generations that follow. It means growing old and helping others do the same. I'm Max Damaris, and I accept Mariah's challenge. I hope you join me and show that you too are beaut tough. So are, are you pretty busy already as you even though you've been a physician here for just a matter of months? Yeah, definitely. There's been kind of some changes with some of the docs retiring or moving on. Um, yeah. So we've been we have been very busy, but it's been good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's tough on people. I've been in the situation where I had to get new doctors, or yeah, it's not always easy. You don't know what to do. And so, who's your primary doctor? Well, I, he's not a doctor anymore. You know what? Right. <laughs> and uh, it's tough on people. So it's probably. Uh, probably good good to have new blood like that because yeah and, and hopefully are you planning on sticking around here for a, quite the long haul or that's my plan yep yeah. i i got close to home and i think this is where i want to stay oh, that'd be good because yeah cause you, that is good though think when someone's when you're 15 you go to the doctor and then when you're 45 you go to the same doctor right yeah it's, that's pretty nice nice yeah. thing and now you're you're getting married mm-hmm. when when are you getting married uh september 16th uh, is that going to be at, at on the on the ranch outside uh, we thought about the ranch, and we thought it might be a little too much work, so we're going to get married um, at the Why Not Barn. It's outside a Pony. Okay. Yeah. Not outside or inside? It's um, We'll get married outside, but then there's a big barn yeah. where we'll have the reception. Nice. My cousin had a, what, was it 2006? It was right around the 15th or 16th of September they got married. Yeah. Over in Four Corners, and they had this whole beautiful place for this outside wedding uh-huh. and there was probably six to eight inches of snow on the ground that morning because <laughs> it was really snow yeah. it, it was freezing and we were all huddled up inside the heaters yeah. of the big tent that's what i figure i'm like it might be smoky it might be snowy but that's our day yeah you never know what, what you're <laughs> gonna get there the, at the po- outside pony huh? yep yeah and the pony the pony bar uh that is, that's a legendary place for Oh, it is. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, good. Good for you. Well, what's your fiance's name? It's uh, David Devonport. Yeah. Are you taking the last name, or are you going to be Do- Dr. Davenport then? I think I'm keeping Glouse. It's, it's served me well <laughs> this far. Yeah. It's 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 a great name. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's a name you know right off. You remember. Right. You know, of course, you guys because you guys made it memorable. Yeah. Nobody can spell it, but hopefully they remember it. How do they do? They pronounce it. I was making sure I say it right, but. Do you get a lot of mispronunciations, misspellings? Yeah, a lot of gloss. Yep. Yeah. And then my first name, everybody, they, there's too many E's in it. People get yeah. confused. <laughs> you try to type it into Google and yeah. it corrects you, or the newspapers.com. Uh huh. It, it corrects you. Oh, really? Yeah, you use K E L L E E and it switches right to Y. And like, you got to go, no, I meant this way. You got to do it two or three times. <laughs> That's before not you what get I it. meant. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you probably get that a little bit. Yeah. Of course, there's worse things, though. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you could you could be a Steitzer in Butte and see how they butcher that name. <laughs> That's her, my dad's best friend was John Simonich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that gets in Badavinic. I know that gets butchered quite a bit. You know, some of those names, right? Some of those old Butte names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, is, you, are you living in Butte, or you just you don't you don't drive ever over the hill every day? No, you? yeah, we're living in Butte. Yeah, that's awesome. what I I thought. I'm like, you know, I think it's best if I stay on this side of the pass. Yeah. Did you like Butte as a kid growing up? Because a lot of people yeah. a lot of people never. Never liked Butte. Oh, I always know? thought it was fun. I mean, we'd come over here to the mall. Um, 
back when the mall was <laughs> yeah, flourishing. Yeah, back when there yeah. was a mall. <laughs> yeah. And then my mom, she um, she always liked the priest up at the hospital, so we actually used to come over here to church sometimes, too. Which priest was that? Um, what was his name? Uh, Father Burke. Okay. Yeah. Came all, all, all over just to see Father Burke. <laughs> and then we go to Perkins. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, as Butte, is, it's not a metropolis by any stretch of imagination, but compared to... To Whitehall, yeah. Whitehall. Cardwell. Is, Cardwell yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. Of course, then you go to Missoula, and then you got everything. Oh, yeah. I remember the, the first time I went to Missoula, my roommate, she was from Washington, and I went around a roundabout, and I turned my blinker on, and she's like, you don't have to turn your blinker <laughs> on. Everybody else is going the same way. <laughs> hate those roundabouts. Yeah. I got used to them, but it took a while. Yeah, I, I still don't get used to it. I went, when I go over there, I just I'd never... <laughs> there, were, there weren't as many of them in Missoula when I was going there. That's kind of... Right, and all the streets that don't make sense. Yeah. That yeah. always got me. Sometimes, yeah, it still gets me if I go over there. Yeah. Now, did how long did you live on campus quite a bit over there, too? So we lived there the first year, and then the rest of the time I lived off campus. Really? But I, I really enjoyed the first year because it was kind of like everybody was there. We spent a lot of time in the food zoo yeah. <laughs> after practice because nobody wanted to study. <laughs> yeah. What, what dorm did you live in? Um, I lived in Miller, so we were right across okay. from the cafeteria. Yeah. yeah. That's a good location. I, I lived in... Knowles Hall my oh, last nice. year there. Yeah. And or, or no, my first year I was Knowles. Then Panzer Hall my last year. Oh, which is my daughter is a freshman. She got into Panzer Hall. Nice. As a freshman. I you couldn't get into it as yeah. a freshman then. I they put us um they put most of the track kids. We were in Miller. Yeah. Yeah. When I was there that all the athletes were at the dorm closer to the football stadium. That's that where a one. lot of the football players what were when we were there too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I think pretty much everyone was over there then. Yeah, that was a long walk across campus when you were late. Yeah, <laughs> of course, campus has changed so much since I've been there. I go yeah. walk around there now, and it's, I don't recognize half things. Like the journalism school is no longer the journalism school. There's a yeah. new one. Yeah, I haven't actually been there since they remodeled everything with like the Student Athlete Center and the weight room. Because, yeah, our weight room was just kind of underneath the floor of the basketball gym and kind of right by where you walk out to go to the football stadium so it was a little drafty in there oh really (laughs) you didn't have because it was a different weight room for each sport no we had everybody in there and it seems like with this new one they've got a lot more space in there i'd actually like to go back there and take a look at it yeah i think it's insane how nice it is now jealous (laughs) yeah Yeah, a lot of that money pouring in for the grizz right did you you get to go have you watched any grizz games since you left I haven't actually made it back um, to Missoula for a game. My hope is to do that this year because we were in Billings the last three years. And then I did watch Cat Grizz in Bozeman. But you went to the game? We didn't get tickets, so we ended up watching um, at one of the bars. Which was way better off because it was cold. It was cold, yep. Yeah, we got into spectators and we did not leave because we didn't want to not be able to get back in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because that was was so cold. There's a video of uh, Kirk. Herb Street yeah. on the set when someone's rubbing his feet, yep. <laughs> which has got to be the worst video for a guy to have put out there, someone on the crew rubbing your feet. We, we walked by the college game day, but you couldn't see much, and so we we went to one of my friend's tailgates, and she had the heaters and everything all set up, so yeah. we beelined it for there. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah, yeah, hopefully you stick around. It'd be nice to have you, you here for a while. Yeah, I hope so, too. Yeah, because we're, we're always uh, looking for new athletes, too. You know, we got to... Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> we, right. We, we got a lot. There's only there's a new wave of McGrees coming, you know, so we're, we're, we're set for a little while there, but we could use some glouses coming up down. That'd be nice. That's right, yeah. Yeah. So so what is it... Is this the St. James 
because I didn't even realize that we're down here in the building where Staples and, and Thomas's is at. Yeah. You know, I didn't even realize there was a clinic here. Oh, yeah. Until like, you know, a month or two ago, I think I saw it. Oh, yeah. But it's St. James has got such a big network. Mm -hmm. What What is what is like work for? What's the benefit of St. James? I think the nice thing is we are connected to so many other um, specialists and so many other referral centers because we have St. James here and that was part of the SEL Health kind of legacy group. Yeah. But then last year they were just bought here by Intermountain Health. So that's one of the groups out of Utah. And so now we have more kind of like referral center stuff down to Utah, but also we're linked um, uh, to St. V's as well. And that's when I was in residency, we spent quite a bit of time there. So it's kind of nice. I do know if I need to send somebody to a specialist in Billings, I have talked to those specialists before yeah. and kind of have a relationship with them, which is really nice. That's good too, because you know I've been through with my son. I had his, you know, son had to go to Children's Hospital for his legs, you know, oh, and yeah. luckily everything got figured out. You know, it was tied into his asthma. Yeah. But it, it's tough when you don't have answers. Right. When you're you, you're a parent, and if you're dealing with it, that's something that's good because yeah. you can say, hey, well, we, if I don't know exactly what to do, I know who to talk to who mm -hmm. will know, and we're tied in with them like that. That's probably pretty reassuring to to parents and and to anybody who's you know any patients yeah and I think the nice thing too about being in primary care is we can kind of be the go-between where if they saw somebody and they're like I still have questions like what uh what things do I need to know like we can help them with that or we can also talk to that specialist so it's yeah. it's nice because then we have that open door where we can communicate and kind of figure out what's going on yeah yeah and you did cho choose a profession that's uh a lot of hours. Yes. Yeah. You know, you're on call probably certain times, right? As well. It's so much better than residency. Yeah. It's uh, it's phone call, so I don't have that many complaints. Uh, so yeah, it's a lot better. A lot easier. It's a step back for you then. Yeah. Relax. It's it is less hours than that. Yeah. I imagine residency is just intense, which has got to be intense. Yes. To prepare you, right? Yeah. It was unlike anything I've ever experienced and probably ever will experience. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine that's uh, all that easy. But have you have you gotten the phone call yet that you're in town, which is probably coming uh -huh. from one of the track coaches saying, "Hey, uh, we could use some help with their jumper." I have not yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which would be pretty cool. It would be, man. I'd be like, I don't know if I remember how to jump. It's been so long. <laughs> I'd imagine that's like riding a bike, though. That's true. Yeah. I would, yeah. I have do you jumped it. since your senior year? Have you? I really haven't. Um, what I've been doing a lot more is I really like to hunt, um, hiking, skiing, a lot of fishing, doing that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So really have, like what do you hunt? Um, big game. Yeah, just yeah. typical Montana stuff. Yep, that's my fiance likes to duck hunt, so I haven't figured that one out yet, but yeah. maybe later. So does he have a nice bird dog then to scare him up? He doesn't yet. That's the plan. We gotta we gotta find a. That's kind of key for duck hunt, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he's relying on his friends right now. So our uh, plan is we'd like to move out of town a little bit so we have some space because. He wants a chocolate lab, and I need a border collie, but I'm going to have to start running again if I get one of those. <laughs> do you ever run distances? Not like? not a ton. I I would do a couple, like, long runs um, in college, in in uh, med school, but that was never my favorite. Yeah. Well, and this is, a, if you like going out and hiking, Yeah. this is a pretty much an ideal place, right? Oh, it's been great. That's what we spent a lot of time this fall over in the big hole. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't gotten into mountain biking or anything yet? I haven't yet. I know that's a, that's a big thing, but 
I'll use my feet for now. Yeah, well, that's why I learned the hard way that it's not, uh, you're, you're going to get to know your doctor if you're, if you're your mountain biker. <laughs> right. Because I wrecked and broke the, but I had a displaced fracture of my seventh rib Ooh. a year and a half ago, and uh, <laughs> I'm still gun shy. Now I got a stationary bike and uh, Nordic track, and I go riding on the TV in front of me. It's plenty it's good safe. enough. Yeah, I can ride as fast as I want and never worry about falling off. That's right. And if I do fall off, then I, I don't think he could ever admit it, though. If, Went to the doctor and say, what'd you do? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. It, it hurts. But, but uh, yeah. well, I'm, I'm glad you're in town. I, you know, I'm glad it's nice to meet you because, yeah. you know, I've, I've known your name for at least since uh, 07 or so, yeah. you know, as a, as a sports writer in town. And, you're, of course, your brother, I knew his name long before that. Yeah. I don't think I really ever met. I think I met him once or twice when he played for Western. Yeah. But And he was a good player. Oh, yeah. No, but. he was always so fun to watch. But, yeah, same. Likewise, I feel like I've been reading your stuff for a long time as well. Yeah. I still, you, I guess once you get into sports, you can never quite put it down. So I always like to know what's going on. Yeah. And are you a good sports fan? <laughs> I do. I try to keep track. I, I would like to watch it more if I had a little more free time. But Yeah. Well, it's, well yeah, it sounds like you got your free time is pretty much taken up with the hiking, hunting, and all that. <laughs> yeah, those are my priorities, yeah. Yeah, and then planning a wedding. Yes, I'm working on that one. Are you a crazy wedding planner type? Oh, and I think I'm the exact opposite, which is my problem. I need Drew. to, I need to maybe boost that up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's of course. I, you know, guys, no, not very many guys are into the wedding planning. <laughs> right. That was a, that was a pain, a, a year of my life. That was. That's how I felt. Maybe that's why I procrastinated a while. Yeah. I was like, then I won't have to think about it so much. Yeah, my, for mine so was long. a lot of. Uh, no, we can't afford that. Let's not do that. Let's do something different. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's you when you look at stuff, you're like, how did that get so expensive? Uh, yeah, and that and that was nineteen years ago. Now Yeah. You know, things are so expensive now. So Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine what the price takes are on, on, on oh, weddings. But yeah, me neither. Yeah, of course looking. that's your dad's problem though, right? Yeah. The that's father of the bride. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I tell him. <laughs> yeah, that he probably says, No way, you're you're <laughs> Your doctor goes now. Is well, I think they're gonna help us out. I think yeah. we, that'll be nice. Well, that's the thing is you're a doctor. That's you're yeah. you're coming out a lot of school, a lot of school data to pay yeah. for. You come out, you gotta have insurance and everything. It's not like you're a you become a doctor and suddenly you're a millionaire. Right. It's kind of that that in between transition phase right yeah. now. Yeah. It's like being a teacher. You get a job as a teacher. You don't get paid very well. Yeah. Retirement time, you got a pretty good. You're, you're doing all right. Yeah. But uh, and it's got a lot. Be a lot of work and. Oh yeah, it's a process for sure. Yeah, and, and and I'm glad we have you do it because it's a it's kind of a thankless job. A lot of times, you know, maybe you you feel rewarding and stuff, but yeah, it's one people take for granted. I think, and and we need good doctors around. So. Yeah, I feel like there definitely are some hard days, but there's also some really good days, and it seems like they balance out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I thanks for thanks for your time. I, I appreciate you. You're coming on. Yeah, no, this Probably, is for, fun. You're the first uh, Whitehall girl, <laughs> first Whitehall Trojan on. So Transplant, yes. Yeah, that's right. Well, you're a Butte girl now, right? That's right. We'll, we'll, we'll claim you. <laughs> thanks. All right. Well, thanks, doctor. I appreciate it. And, and good luck with your career and, and, and the wedding plan. Awesome. Thank you. Proud to be from Butte, America, USA.